It's been a long wait. And we've waited until December to say it is time for season three of The Royals. Starts right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> this is so fitting for this show. I know. I was like, uh, what song are we going to use? We had to go with our old favorite. Love it. I love it Lord. so much. And speaking of love, love this show. Love this show. Guys, Allie and I are just, I, let's just start with introductions. Yeah. First off, <laughs> welcome to season three, episode one, the after show for the Royals here on After Buzz TV. We're going to be recapping together with remembrance of ourselves. I'm your host tonight, Megan Stecker. You guys can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. It is all at Megan Stecker. And I'm joined by Allie. Hello, I'm Allie Nasta. You can find me on Twitter at Allie Nasta and on Instagram, it's at Allie Girl. I'm so excited to meet you. Um, and also, just for everybody to know, we will be also having um, Annabelle DeSisto and Fern Ronay join us. Um, unfortunately, it's a bad time of year to <laughs> sh- kick off a show being Christmas time and all, and um, th- both those ladies are a little busy today. Um, but we look forward to them joining us yes, in the future. Um, oh my goodness, I don't even know where to start. Um, we were just talking off camera. We couldn't wait to start talking about the show and saying how hot our Prince Liam is Ugh. this year. Shirtless and all. Um, it's like speechless. I don't uh, know, I don't even understand how a human could be that perfect. <laughs> I just want to be in the presence of him. Is it too much to ask that we could kiss him? <laughs> Or just to, like, be in the same room so I can just listen to him talk, you know? Yes. Like, I just want to be there and just, like, stare at him, but they, then he might think I'm creepy. But I swear I'm not creepy. I just think that you're, um, you know, really talented and a beautiful. Real, a real specimen <laughs> yeah. of a man. Well, we'll work on um, contacting his people, and maybe <laughs> we'll get our wish someday. Yes. Someday. Yeah. Season three. Come on in here, William Mosley. Um, okay, well, let's start from the beginning yes. with recapping what happened. Um, folks, if I do mess up any names, I apologize. I know that's my thing. Mark Schwann called me out on it last season. <laughs> it's like the show moves so fast that my brain can't move fast enough to call people the right name sometimes. Um, but I took so many notes. So let's get started. All um, right. Helena, we start out with Helena's trying to break open King Simon's, do you call it a crypt? Tomb? Tomb? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's above ground, but I, I'm not sure what you would call it. Um, she's trying to get a hold of his bones for his DNA to prove that the twins are his legitimate children and Prince Liam should be heir to the throne, even though she's the one who went on TV and said that they are illegitimate. Um, unfortunately, there is a note that says, Gone fishing. <laughs> Cyrus has gotten there before her and claims he has disposed of the bones. Do you think he really did, like, burn them up and scatter them? I don't think he burned them. I think he just hid them somewhere because he's just being a brat like he always is. Um, but I just feel like she she just dug her own her own grave on this one because she, she knows how Simon works, and I feel like it's so annoying that she, even though she's known from the beginning who he is and what his mentality is, the fact that the, she would do something that's kind of going to screw her over in the end. That's the paternity test right. scandal has been something that I've been so angry about because one, like, if they, they 
could, like, if they wanted to, like, write that out, then we could never figure out if they were the kids, and it's been bothering me. Okay. But I think that the doctor who took this, mm-hmm. the results has to probably still have that in the lab somewhere, right? That's what I, my brain went to. So it's like, maybe uh, that's what'll come out with, like, mm. like somehow of getting it back. But no, I don't think he scattered, I don't think he scattered it. I think he just hid it somewhere and, like, it's going to show up somewhere sooner or later because he didn't hide it, like, well enough. Same. Maybe maybe Helena will uncover where it is. <laughs> so great. Probably. Or Jasper. Yeah, Jasper. Um, the queen is also feeling a little randy. She has never... What did she say? I haven't... I've never gone this long without sex. Yeah. Um, as we know, the queen really does enjoy a little dalliance. <laughs> um, so she asks uh, Rachel, her lady-in-waiting, to arrange a, a meeting of sorts for her, um, which leads to very funny things later. Um, Liam and Eleanor appear on a talk show. So I had a hard time swallowing this one mm-hmm. because I don't think it's very common for the royal family to go on a talk show. And obvious, it establishes that it's only been two weeks since the King's Cup where Ted Price was attacked by the crowd mm-hmm. after the video was shown of him murdering the king mm-hmm. and he's dead. So for the fact that Prince Liam was not prepared for the question, I was, like, not buying it. Maybe if you told us it was six months later and he was tired of answering the question yeah. or or they've been in hiding this whole time and they thought no one else would answer. But two weeks, I'm like, of course. Why else would you even be appearing on this talk show to address that? Yeah, no, I completely agree. Because when I saw that and, like, his face kind of went solid and, like, at first it was all funny and lighthearted. And I'm like, all right, let's be serious. There's so much things going on in your family always. And especially right after that huge event of finding out the killer of their father. And I just was like, what? Like, the reaction, too, of acting so stunned was just almost unreasonable. And the fact that in the beginning when they're laughing about things, this isn't what the talk show is going to be all about. Let's be mm-hmm. real. They want the drama. They want the dirt. Mm-hmm. So I didn't buy it either. And I was, right. and it was just kind of frustrating that he was like, I was prepared. And it was like, well, then what? why were you so shocked that it was going to happen? But maybe his thought was that, okay, I'm going to be I'm mentally prepared. He thought he was going to be prepared, like probably like thought it over in his head. But then when he got there, he was just shocked like, it, like the words couldn't come out. That's maybe what I was thinking, but... Oh, because I thought what he said in the, in the um, limo was, I should have been prepared. Robert would have been prepared, is what he follows it up with. I thought it was, like, the way that he was going to say it. Oh, okay. That's, that was my inter- okay. interpretation, where he, like, mm-hmm. had it in his head, but didn't know how, like, didn't have, like, a prepared, like, monologue, per se. Yes. And that's something that he's always, like, he's always gone off book. He's never listened to his mom. He's never mm-hmm. had anything. So he just, like, was just going, like, whatever. I'm just going to say what comes to my mind. So I think that, that, in my head, is what he meant by prepared, like, having something, like, already rehearsed. Mm-hmm. But then just, like... Thought he would be okay, and then just, like, it totally went off the rail. <laughs> True. Um, I thought that Eleanor, her answering for him, saying that people decided and justice was served. That's a really strong statement. So I was a little disappointed, and this is kind of just how the show goes, that, like, you don't see the public's reaction a lot of times when mm-hmm. you would want to see it. We're kept, we were kept so insular in the palace tonight. Um, so I was just like, wow, I wonder what the public's react, what they would have written the public's reaction as. Cause that's a strong, that's kind of her like tossing aside the fact that they did publicly execute this man. Yeah. And I, it's funny that you say that it was so inside the um, palace stakes. I was thinking about it. I was like, 
you know, because it just makes you think about these, if they, if these were the real royals or whatever, you're just like, wow, they are in the palace a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, and I was thinking about the queen and having all those issues and I'm like, that's got to sometimes get boring. No wonder like crazy stuff goes down because they don't go anywhere. But I thought too, they didn't show any reaction of like people outside the palace, like having riots. Cause I feel like that's something that would have gone down too, like something crazy where we would have heard more about it. Yeah. Uh, so I get, I mean, well, we don't write the show, so let's see where it goes from yeah. here. Um, I thought Eleanor's outfit during the, um, that scene spoke volumes. She was actually wearing, it, um, I, it was kind of like an ode to her life being a circus is what I thought, mm-hmm. because it looked like a really old school jacket that maybe the circus master who is like in the middle of the ring and telling you, you know, leading, yeah. leading the circus would wear. Um, I don't, I just thought that, that, that's that, a great, I didn't even think about that. I didn't put those two together, but that's amazing that you would think that cause that's so true. And I think, you know, you could mistake this show for something that, you know, young people love and it's very soapy, but I think that they put a lot of effort into really like tiny details oh, and completely. this was one of them. No, that I was, I'm, that's amazing that you noticed that. That was, and you're right, because each of these characters are so in-depth, and we were just talking about how Mark Schwann, like, he is an amazing, like, he's just, mm-hmm. like, his ideas and everything creative-wise, I love all of his work. Mm-hmm. And so this, like, of course, not to be disappointed, because we aren't, and I can see that in each of those characters. There's so, there's so much depth to them. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it would be even depth, like, with the costume and what she's wearing, that is, like, amazing that you pointed that out. Yeah. I'm going to, like, look, th- I'm going to have to go look at the outfit again. Yeah. To, like, well, it, it. And it's kind of one of those things where it makes you think, like, oh, what else have I missed? Yeah. Like, what other suggestions are being given to me through her wardrobe, wardrobe. this episode? You know, it's yeah. just one of those things. Um, but with with the the end of their talk show interview, um, there's, you know, wrapping it up in the car. And he said, you know, Robert would have been prepared for that, which leads us to see that Robert is alive. So we got that tease at the end of last season that mm-hmm. someone was alive on a beach, stranded. And we saw the helmet. So now we get the real proof. He's alive. We get to see what he looks like. You know, what the actor who's portraying him yeah. looks like. Um, and it's a bit of like a... Who... Tom Hanks. What was the name of that movie? When Castaway? Cast, it's, a bit, yeah. it's a bit Castaway. Yeah. <laughs> He's like making his own sushi. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, what are your thoughts on him being alive? Like as soon as you saw that it was him... Uh, just reaction. I'm, I was completely, I was confused at first because I was just like, wait. It just started making me think and going back through all of the things that they've said. Of course, the queen at first said that he committed suicide, which we found out to be false. And then, um, and then we heard that he was in a plane and then he got, it crashed or something. Um, mm-hmm. that the man that was like waiting outside the palace told Eleanor that. So it just like, I was just confused. Like, oh my gosh. And all my, like all my thoughts of all the things I've heard about him were like, kind of like bumping into each other. Like what is happening? Mm-hmm. And like, I was just kind of shocked, but at the same time, I feel like that is like that is a genius because now but he but he also I'm kind of jumping forward but he was not trying to leave right so right. I'm so confused by that so I think my initial reaction is just confusion like what like yeah. almost speechless yeah. I don't even know how to think well let's just get through Robert because we yeah. get little bits and pieces of him and then he does um not want to be rescued yeah. so that's the huge shock here so what happened last season was someone explained that they got a call from inside the palace to kill Robert. And 
I think this guy effectively thinks he killed him, but Robert survived the crash, and he's full castaway mode on an island. Yeah. And I think that we're led to believe when that helicopter shows up, we were shown the flare more than once. Yeah. And then in this specific scene where the helicopter comes and you think he's going to light the flare up to try to be rescued, he doesn't. And he also puts the fire out, hugs the ground, and then he also scratches off HRH off of his helmet, which Mm -hmm. means his royal highness. Yeah. So he's left with just his name. So I don't... I'm wondering... You tell me what you thought. Okay. I'm wondering if... In that moment, he decided he did not want to be rescued because he did not want to go back to the life of being a royal. He wanted to just be Robert. I was thinking that maybe, um, you know, those the signs of, like, everything last season, you would see signs, and obviously people want some of the royals dead. And I just thought it really shocking at first that he didn't want to be rescued. But then thinking about it more, I think maybe, because we kind of saw a little bit of the color of the helicopter that was flying over. I couldn't, maybe it was the lights. I don't know. I was trying to, like, make it out. But maybe there's something he knows about if he is to get caught by those people, maybe they will kill him. Okay, so right. So maybe they're, like, the whoever was trying to kill them is, like, always, like, I don't know. This mm-hmm. could be completely off. But maybe they're, like, scouring the area to make sure there's, like, no life or anything. I don't know. But my thoughts was maybe he knows if those people were coming, then they would end up killing him anyways. So he's trying to stay alive right. in a weird sense. But I don't know. That's just my, my thought process of possibly maybe that's why he would want to not get rescued. Because other than that, it would mm-hmm. not make sense. And I wonder if... Oh, never mind. That wouldn't make sense because his name is still on the helmet. I'm like, if he thinks he scratches his name off the helmet and then gets rescued later no on, he could be like, oh, my name's Bobby. And yeah. um, I'd love to be dropped off uh, yeah. not in London yeah. when we get back. But it also leads me to believe that there's obviously something else we don't know. Like when, whenever yeah. he was about to get murdered, he was told something that, mm-hmm. you know, might even make him even more scared to be rescued rather than just like survive on this island alone. But I'm really excited to see that storyline progress yes. because it's kind of always been in the back of my head because we, we don't really see, we don't know his character. And when you start a, a series with someone that's like possibly dead and you continue to con- like say their name and bring them up, it only leads you to be like, man, I wonder what Robert was really like. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited that we're going to find out what Robert was really like and, like, maybe how he really thought about all of this and, like, the palace. And so I'm just really excited to hear more about him. Yes. Maybe he'll speak or something. Yeah. Maybe he'll start having, like, talking to a dodgeball, like, in Castaway. Exactly. The volleyball. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. needs, he needs a Wilson. <laughs> um, so this um, kind of flawlessly sends us back to the palace. They're also eating sushi for mm-hmm. lunch. Um, Helena is kind of having her weekly meeting, I guess, with the kids, finding out what their royal duties are. Liam's got a full roster of things he's up to. Very busy, charitable stuff going on. Eleanor is not so busy. So, the Queen has set up a bunch of uh, merchandising meetings for her. It's time for her to start slapping her name on some products and make a brand for themselves. Because the Queen does bring up the fact that, like, we have to, you know, direct the message right now. We did just, public execution just went on with Ted. We gotta, like, make the message a little more positive right now. (laughs) Um, So, we go into, we do see a really funny quick moment of... Uh, Helena trying to grab hair off of Cyrus's head for the DNA test. He's yes. finally emerged from his room, 
it turns out to be a double. Where he, I didn't realize it was a double until he turned around. I noticed just because of the past seasons when they've had a double, I was like, Cyrus is too smart to even walk out of the house and he's going to do something purposely. Like, as soon as I saw his face, because he looked weird. Like, his mm-hmm. face was kind of like, like it looked like he was purposely doing a facial expression. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, I ha- kind of had a sense that it was definitely his double and not him, considering that would have been so easy for her to get it. And here we are, yes, because it would have been too easy for her to get a piece of hair. True, <laughs> true. Um, but uh, that was funny, though. That guy really doesn't look a lot like I Jake, know. Jake Maskell. Um, Eleanor also has a little talk with Liam really quickly while that's going on, saying, I see that bruise on your chin you're trying to hide, which opens us up to the storyline of what's going on with Liam. Liam's not doing so well since Ted Price's untimely death. Yes. Um, but Eleanor starts taking, oh, and also Cyrus shaves off his hair into yeah. a faux hawk. Which I thought it kind of looked good. I was like, all right. So do I. It makes yeah. him look really badass yeah. to me. <laughs> Which he kind of needs that. I mean, he'd like, right. I mean, before, actually, it kind of, I don't know, I don't like him and he really annoys me and whatever, but I was like, there are certain times where I feel bad for him. And in this scene, I kind of felt bad for him a little bit when he was shaving his hair and then all of a sudden he did that and I was like, Okay, I don't feel bad for you anymore because you're just like still you're still annoying as ever, and you look now you look even more harsh than you did before. <laughs> True, I do think the faux hawk suits his personality. Yeah, it does completely. Um, we also get a quick scene of Eleanor really flirting with Jasper through the security cameras, dressing scantily, fake tying a shoe with no laces. I'm not sure why she's playing with him so much as far as flirting. When they actually do speak, she seems so standoffish. I think it's just her way of showing affection. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen so many relationships fail with her, and she doesn't. Really, I feel like she doesn't really understand how she should react to people even trying to give her attention because mm-hmm. she's gotten you know screwed over so many times. And I'm sure she's just like, well, you know what. I'm over this and I'm just going to do what I want to do. And if Jasper wants me, then like, look, you can have, you can, you can want me and look at me. And I think it was just her way of like, in a way being a little cynical and being like, ha ha, um, in your face at the same time. I think that's just her way of showing affection in a weird back, like back brain kind of way. Like, I don't really understand it, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I think that's her way of like, kind of like flirting and not really knowing what to do in this okay. situation. Because with Jasper, it has been so back and forth, and trust has been a huge issue, and, like, we see a huge breakthrough today, which I was literally like, oh, finally, um, we're mm-hmm. seeing Team Jasper. But, yeah, um, her being flirty in the cameras, I just, I think that's just her way of being Len. Very Lenny. Yes. Um, so poor Len has to sit through all these terrible merchandising meetings. Um, just to name a few, we sat through Fascinators, Umbrellas, Kids' costumes, <laughs> vegetarian organic food, alcohol, and perfume. I actually really liked the alcohol one, but unfortunately... It tasted bad. It tasted bad. I really liked the umbrella one, actually. I oh was like, God, I feel like people... Hilarious. It was, like, obviously really cheesy and kind yeah. of over overdone, you could say. But I was like, that's kind of pretty. It was the best one out of all of them. I think that's one of those silly things that you could sell on a holiday. You know when you have parades and yeah. it's like a big national day? It, like here in the States it would be like July 4th, Memorial yeah. Day, whatever, what have you. And it's like everybody needs a flag in their hand. And be like, if there were a royal event going on, 
Everyone one of those silly little umbrellas would be adorable. They would love them. But then again, it isn't Len at all, and it's definitely more of the queen's taste. She'd be like, yes, I would love that umbrella. Like, true. I def- agree. More definitely not her personality, but I like. I liked it. <laughs> um, to, to finish out the meeting, which is unsuccessful, uh, Mr. Hill announces Jasper 2.0. And he explains why he's a better version of himself now, um, which I thought was a really I sweet I loved scene. that. I First of all, I love Mr. Hill. He is amazing. I feel like mm-hmm. he's like a father figure to Len. He is. And um, obviously, I th- she didn't really under... Like, she took advantage of, like, you know, having her dad there. And I, that obviously, she realized that once he passed away or was, you know, murdered, she realized, oh, my gosh, I, I should have taken your advice. I should have listened. I should have, like, talked to you more. And we saw that a lot when she was in, like, you know, by his bedside. She was, like regretting you know all the some decisions that she made so I feel like we see a special bond between them and it is kind of like father daughter and she actually listens to him and mm-hmm. there's a lot of people she doesn't listen to besides Liam and um that that special connection really just kind of was like such a smiling point to open it up to this like Jasper 2.0 because he wants the best for her and he wouldn't do that if he didn't think Jasper 2.0 would be this like good good guy for her um I, just, I love Jasper even, I love the heat between them. It's so great. And even even from the beginning, like, I did feel like, I feel like after that first episode where you're introduced to Jasper, um, just seeing his progression, the first episode I hated him, and then, like, after that, I'm like, okay, love, I love you. You're mm-hmm. amazing. And, like, there was definitely, like, just the look in his eye, too. I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, you're great. And they're them together, they just have this, like, undeniable chemistry. It's, undeniable. It's very and undeniable. she still is constantly posting pictures with him on her social media and always calls them best friends. And I really think something else is going on here. I was looking at that the other day and I'm like, mm-hmm. first of all, if they did date in real life, I would be, um, that's amazing. Totally Because first board. of all, like most beautiful couple in the world, might I add. Um, but that would be really exciting. And I would hope that maybe there are more. Maybe. Me too. <laughs> I hope it's one of those things where you want to keep it private. Because you don't want the world prying in. Yeah. So you just tell everyone your friends. Or, like, maybe it's one of those things where it's, like, um, you don't want to, like, admit that you like each other. And so maybe they're just, like, well, for, like, it's just work. And then you don't real. maybe they don't even realize that they're, mm-hmm. they like each other. I don't know. Look, actors <laughs> fall in love all the time on set. They have to get, you know, try to make their emotions so real and feel something and work off one another. I would... Not be surprised at least yeah. if they are yeah. <laughs> in love. Um, he does give her a really sweet monologue at this point too about how people want to be her because of the confidence she exudes, mm-hmm. and she kind of stumbles upon the fact that she really loves her eyeliner she wears. It's kind of like a mask and a defense. Um, and he takes it away to go call them, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Which is also not his job, but how sweet. Yeah, I will. I, what I love about Jasper is like he literally doesn't stop. And even she did mention, you know, don't ever stop trying for me or don't stop fighting for me. And I loved that she said that because even though like she said that, it didn't even need to be said because mm-hmm. Jasper would always 100% fight for her and like do things for her. And I thought that this was such a sincere way for him to really kind of get in there and like say how sorry he was because I we haven't seen him care like this much. We've seen the surface of like him protecting her and like just being there for her in certain ways but nothing like like physical besides like you know the physical physical stuff but like nothing like flowers nothing that we've really seen so far so I thought this was a great gesture of him to do absolutely (laughs) it was like a real a real good guy moment for him finally yeah Uh, right um the queen asked Mr. Hill to become the head of security now that Ted is gone um he says he will consider it 
And she asks him to find out who started the hashtag King Liam movement, mm-hmm. um, which, oh, God, I'm just dying to know why she wants to know who started King Liam. But I think it's as simple as let's get the ball rolling even more mm-hmm. and, you know, push him into the monarchy. Like, we'll have to get rid of Cyrus somehow. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what she plans on doing with this girl. Yeah, Wilhelmina. I. Uh, well, that scene, hands down, my heart started beating. I'm like, Me not too. her. She didn't do anything. Please oh don't God. kill her. <laughs> uh, the one thing I love about this show is when you think something's going really bad and it's great, mm-hmm. or if something's going really great and all of a sudden is bad, like when you didn't see it coming, that's my favorite. Yeah, no, and I was like, thank goodness. I was like, please, not another death this soon. I was like, I, I can't handle it. The body count is like, Getting up there. No, just like, like really quick. Speaking about all the deaths, I'm like, literally, they do it as if it's like not a big deal. Like, like Cyrus when he just like poisoned that person, or like later, it was like, oh, no big deal, just another one. I'm like, man, how does he sleep at night? (laughs) Well, speaking of Wilhelmina, yeah, who the queen does uh, go find. Um, Liam meets with her. He's wearing a ball cap. She assumes he's hung over, but we know. That something else is going on. Yeah, he's got some Fight Club stuff he's got going some on. Fight Club crazy, <laughs> which I love for his character to like toughen him up. You know what? It remind, did you ever watch the OC? Yes. It reminded me of Ryan, yeah. like Ryan from the OC. I just was like thinking about his like brooding character, and obviously that has nothing to do with it. I just like it just like reminded me of Ryan and his brooding side. Mm-hmm. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I get so sad when Liam gets all broody and sad because he doesn't talk to anybody else about it. He keeps it in like inside. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, talk to people. It's gonna be okay. I'll help you. I'll talk to you. Brooding King Liam. Liam. <laughs> we love you, Liam. Um, the one, the one thing Wilhelmina does for him in this scene is tell him it's not your fault. You didn't betray mm-hmm. Ophelia. He did. So Liam really lets loose that. You know, Ted did tell me that I would have this terrible weight on me if I killed him. And I let him be killed, and it is weighing on me. It's horrible. And um, God, he loved Ophelia, Ted's daughter. So that's a whole yeah. other... Which, like, that just, like, I was always, like, Ophelia, like team Ophelia and Liam. And then, like, after that happened, I'm just like... It can never happen now. Like, my dreams were just, like, shot. I'm like, okay, this can't happen between them because that's so uncomfortable. And, like, yeah. there's always going to be some sort of, like, hasty feelings. Mm-hmm. And he even almost, like, was um, blaming Ophelia in the, when he was like, I should have been there with him, with her, with his dad, um, when he got stabbed. Remember when oh, they were, yeah, like, hanging yes. out yeah, beforehand? Yeah, they were supposed to, yeah. But, um... um yeah, wait, sorry, what was, what were we, yeah, we were just talking about, oh, like, the weight that it was feeling on yeah. him. Yeah, I just, I feel, it sucks that he has to feel that weight, because at the same time, had he not, like, it could have been him. You know what I mean? Like, more people could have gotten killed because he was ruthless, just trying to, like, get some revenge. Mm-hmm. So, I just, yeah, I don't know. At least William, Wilhelmina is there for him to, like, really bring him down, because he needs that. He needs, yeah. like, because there's no one else that really understands what he's actually going through because I feel like none of them care. Like, oh, True. you killed someone over no deal. True. And a little tidbit for all the fans. Wilhelmina has been brought on as a series regular this Yay. year. So she's going to have some kind of big role. We don't know what, but I'm sure it involves hashtag I, King Liam. I feel like they got a little something-something going on. I mean, Liam's got something-something with so many women. I yeah, just can't he's just up. so charismatic that, like, you, like, he, like, looks into a girl's eyes and you're like... 
I, they, they've got to be in love with you because I'm just staring at this. Like, he can just pull chemistry with anybody. I call him, like, a panty dropper. Like, the <laughs> panties just drop when girls look at him. Panty dropper. It just, like, makes my heart go a thousand miles a minute. I'm like, oh, just keep talking. You're amazing. Seriously, especially with her shirt off. Oh, my Whoa. gosh, those abs. Those like, fight scenes were everything. They, like, I was really sad that he was getting punched, and it was, like, making me really um, mm-hmm. emotional because I'm like, don't hurt yourself. I hate that for you. But I literally was like, what? Like, jaw dropper. Uh, I hate to be like that, but you're hot. You're hot, <laughs> You look really great. But swinging from the super depths of uh, Liam's guilt into a comedic moment, Cyrus emerges finally from his room <laughs> in a bubble. And a velour tracksuit. Yes. I love a velour tracksuit all day for Cyrus because he's usually dressed to the nine. Yeah. So he's debuting the new do in the bubble so that Helena can't get a piece of his DNA. Yeah. Um, she had wanted to meet with him to say, hey, by the way, Jeffrey Stewart's a problem. So we found out about the whole crazy mess that was revealed last yeah. season with the rival family and um, the Stuart family is trying to get revenge. And the Queen's like, FYI, this video is still about to be released. Like, we're still being threatened. So Cyrus basically gives a big F you to her and says, well, you know what? I'll have him over and we'll talk and I'll deal with it. And screw you, Queenie. <laughs> um, we have more comedy when the Queen mistakes the Lord Chamberlain candidate, Spencer, um, as her booty call. As soon as that man walked the door, I was like, no, that's not the right guy. I love that it was so obvious for us because sometimes things just never are easy. No. This show, everything's a tease. And just like a fun, comedic, we all knew what was happening. Yeah. It was good for me. And what's so great is the fact that like she still keeps him on. I'm like, of course. Of course. Of course. It was great. And the fact, like when when she says, why are there so many people just running about in the palace? Like the royal family lives here. And Rachel's like, well, that's something the Lord Chamberlain would be taking care of. <laughs> and he's going to be taking care of that, all right. He already t- took care of the queen. <laughs> well, true to, true to queen style, she vows never to mention it again and hires a man anyway. Yeah. Um, and Hugh Grant was the name of the uh, Which, gigolo she was supposed to be sleeping with. <laughs> well, what's so funny is that when you see him, you're like, oh, yeah, he looks way more like a rand, like, I don't know, just like, the, and like, the way he stripped off his clothes, I'm like, oh, gosh. I was like. Right, he has more of a stripper look. Yeah. And the Obviously. other guy looks a little bit more, like, put together. And he was mm-hmm. younger. And mm-hmm. I just feel like he looked like some, I thought maybe, like, I don't know. I just didn't know. But I was like, that cannot be the gigolo, like, at all. It, it was dicey. But I was like, ah, like, no, don't do it. Um, but really, full name. But I didn't, at first, I didn't know it was going to be Lord Chamberlain. I'd like, or I didn't, had no idea who it was. I just was like, oh, this isn't somebody for the, like, this isn't who she's supposed to be. But I was like, it could have been, like, Liam's friend. Like, I didn't know who he was. Did you? I did because of right before Cyrus rolled out in the bubble, Rachel says, I've got a meeting with the king for you, plus um, the Lord Chamberlain uh, candidate is here, plus your booty call is waiting. So she named all three really quick, and then Helena just assumed. Well, I was like, don't assume ever. I mean, the guy was waiting right outside her bedroom. I mean, hey, he's attractive. Why not? True. <laughs> um, Mr. Hill decides to tell Eleanor about the offer from the queen to become the head of security. Um, and they have a really sweet, sweet talk where she says, basically, like, you're not letting me down. Even though I said you would be letting me down at some point, you aren't. And I think that um, I can't think of anyone more fit to take the job. You'd actually be watching out for all of us. 
that was so sweet. I thought that was amazing. I Like I said before, I think they have, like, it's kind of like a father mm-hmm. figure in her yeah. life. And the fact that he could be taking care of everybody mm-hmm. makes it just so much more, like, they can sleep easier at night. Mm-hmm. You know? And like she said, you don't really have big shoes to fill considering the last security guard. Mm-hmm. But um, I just, I think that was, I think that was great that he even came to her. You know what I mean? And that just kind of shows his character mm-hmm. and, and in all, in it all. And that he really does care about this family and wants the best for her as, like, being in her life as well. So I just thought that was such a sweet moment. And I just am happy that there is actually one normal, sane person that has their best interests at heart. And I really hope it stays that way, for him at least. And it makes me nervous because he's so perfect of a character. I think we mentioned this to Mark Schwann last season. Uh We were like, dude, he's too perfect. And I think he said something to the effect of like, Look, sometimes nice characters are in there just to be nice and balance things out, which is good to it's, hear. It's kind of like as evil as Cyrus is, maybe like Mr. Hill is that nice. Yeah, no, I think it is because it's a nice balance between like the craziness of all that is going on. He's like the standard like staple that kind of is like, you know, if there's this, you know, like, okay, he's like, she's going to be okay. It's, things are going to work out. So that's, that's, I'm glad that you just brought that up. That's <laughs> um, we do now move into when Jeffrey Stewart enters the palace. So Cyrus has him contacted. He comes through the secret tunnels to meet in Cyrus's bedroom. Um, this gets crazy pretty quick. Yeah. So Cyrus claims, Cyrus hands him a drink and claims, I didn't poison it. I don't do my own wet work. Which is completely the opposite yeah. of the truth because he does poison Jeffrey right there. But not after. He makes it look good. Yeah. We, we get to hang in there for a minute. Because yeah. he offers him, he, he says there's the king's ransom, literally, suitcase full of money with the king's face all over it. To trying to buy him off to not put the video out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's poisoned. He offers him an antidote. Oh, no, guess what? It's more, it's more poison. poison. I mean, that was like the most Cyrus-y Cyrus scene I've ever seen. Yeah, he like, I feel like whenever someone's in a scene with him, they're not safe. And I no. just constantly am on edge like, what are you going to do next, dude? Seriously. Well, I, true. I remember last season constantly terrified for mm, his baby mama. Why her name is escaping me. Prudence? Prudence. I was going to say Constance. Prudence. <laughs> yeah, I always thought he was going to kill her. Yeah. And... Yes, I feel like a real uneasiness when someone's around him. Like, they're the next victim. Yeah. And like, Jeffrey was. Like, even the queen sometimes, I'm like, oh gosh, is he going to get too hasty? What's going to happen? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> I feel safe for the queen. Like, somehow I feel like she's such a badass. They will never, he will never be able to kill her. Yeah, because she has her people. <laughs> she, True. Or, yeah, you're right. But I still, at the same time, I just, I don't trust anybody. Like, it's like, you know, when it's funny because when a certain, like, random character comes in, I'm constantly like, are you good or bad? Mm-hmm. Like, I always, like, try to, like, guess mm-hmm. who I think they're going to be in the show. And they're always both. Yeah, you're Except right. for Mr. They Hill. either start good and end bad or start bad and end good. Something like that. That's true. Um, Jeffrey dies with a gasp and claims he's not the only one with the video. And Cyrus says, well, we'll see. So I'm trying to find out. Yeah. Um, we do see Liam enter... Uh, a bar, bloodied, and this pretty blonde bartender just looks, takes one look at him and pours him a beer. So now we have the introduction of a new character. We have no idea who she is. Of course, it's another pretty blonde in his life. And I'm like, honestly, the list of pretty blondes, I just can't remember them all. <laughs> and someone taking care of him as well. Yes, so. exactly. So she cleans off his face. 
Um, and then when they zoom out, he's telling her all about feeling guilty about Ted. Same thing he did with Wilhelmina. Um, but she says he needs to rest and she really doesn't speak to him. So we don't get really any dialogue out of her to have any clues of who she is. But when we do zoom out from her cleaning off his face, we're in her apartment. So that also did not give me any clues. I don't know where they are. I don't know what's going on. Obviously, I think it's, again, I saw the chemistry between them, and I'm like, oh, man, do you like her, too? Well, she she says, or no, he says to her, as she's kind of walking out of the room, I thought about you a lot, and I should have done more for you. So she's obviously someone important from his past. Yeah. He screwed her over in some way. I mean, is this pre-Gemma love? I don't know. I think that maybe... She, he must have, like, come in or done something drunk, and then they started talking, and, like, just kind of, like, one of those, like, kind of like an Ophelia relationship, where Mm -hmm. they met in a random bar or something or other, and then maybe he, like, like, I don't, I don't know, something along those lines, I think. I don't know if it was, like, relationship-wise yet, but maybe, like, he kind of, like, screwed her over, like, maybe it was just, like, a, either a one-night stand or just a, um, like, he flirted with her but didn't like her back mm-hmm. kind of thing, maybe? I'm wondering if it was one of those situations where it was a girlfriend that the royal family wouldn't let him have mm. in the way that he kind of had to have Gemma as a girlfriend because she was of the caliber yeah. <laughs> of the family. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he screwed her over in the past yeah, and we're see. just all waiting to figure out how. Um... So really the only thing we haven't touched on is, so Cyrus tosses the body into the river. He does his own wet work from start to finish here. He uh, rolls the body up in a curtain from his room and tosses just, it over into the river. Super close to the palace. <laughs> no big deal. I was just like, he has no, um, just, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for. Does zero he, Fs. He yeah, zero he literally Fs. just like, okay, see ya. I just killed another person, yeah. just thrown him into the river. No worries. Like, And he said, say hi to who? who Simon. Did say? say hi to Simon. How awful. Terrible. <gasps> Terrible. God, he's an awful person. Um, so the last wonderful thing we haven't touched on yet is um, Jasper and Eleanor. He it. comes to her room to ask for that date she told him to ask for. She's dressed to the nines, and he's dressed up too, and they compliment each other. And then she says, um, I'm busy. I need to paint my room. Obviously, this upsets him. He yells at her. He snaps finally after his, like, super sweet streak. He said, you enjoy messing with my mind. And anyway, he said, I'm going to go and buy the paint, and we're going to paint your room. I was so happy that he said that because we've had so much push and shove. Mm -hmm. It's been two seasons where we haven't really seen too much besides in the beginning of their relationship. And just, like, you know, all the the drama that's happened between them. I was like, Mm -hmm. we're still getting a push. Well, the betrayal last season with her finding out that he had been scheming to take them, take the diamonds and sell that that and all that was humongous. It was. On top of sleeping with mom. So, they've been through a lot, but it's been a lot of cat and mouth. Yeah, like it's been so back and forth that it's just kind of like, I was so happy to finally have like a little bit of a a something. And I just thought it was so cute. His little smirk towards her is the Mm. cutest thing ever. And now that like the the bad news is out, there's like a a lighthearted smile more so than in the other seasons. Before he would look at her with this like ingenuine smile. (laughs) Bless you. Excuse me guys. Sorry, I couldn't (laughs) hold that one in. So, um, yeah, we would like see some, some smirk 
marks, but they kind of had like a little sense of like evil in his eye. But mm-hmm. now it's like it's that everything's all it's, yeah. <laughs> I just saw this smirk and I was just like, it's so cute. Mm-hmm. It's so adorable. And just like he said, um, he was like, "Are those your painting clothes?" And mm-hmm. I was just like, "You're yeah, you're right. No, those probably aren't her painting clothes." It was but, cute. She actually wore a shirt over top of the outfit she had on, like the dressed up outfit that we all thought she was going on a date on. Yeah. She kept it on and just put a giant shirt over it. Which she can make anything look good. Like she is just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, no, I'm so excited to see them actually having a conversation and like talking and kind of giggling. Um, Because that's something we also, even though we all as like Mm -hmm. an audience wanted like Jasper and Len to work out, Mm -hmm. we didn't know like what their personalities were really like together. True. I thought for for a while it was just like straight like, you know, sexual Mm -hmm. relationship. Right. But now we're seeing. Season one. Yeah. yeah, Was definitely that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Now we're seeing a little bit more in depth in that they can't have those emotions towards each other and it's going to be really exciting to like peel those layers back and kind of give Eleanor a chance mm-hmm. for love. Right. Because Finally. I was heartbroken for her last season um, when his ex Samantha was doing all that to her because mm-hmm. it was the first time we've seen her genuinely mm-hmm. happy. And I thought the introduction of her ex-boyfriend might be like a nice time for her to be happy again but it wasn't. Yeah. It, it, that didn't work out. Yeah. Either. I thought so too. You're talking about Beck? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I thought, I mean, I love Beck, but mm-hmm. uh, like at the same time, even though he wants the best for her, he was trying too drastically to change who she was as a person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I was always like Team Jasper because I'm like, he's never going to make her change who she is. He can mm-hmm. bring out the best from her and like, you know, when you like when you're in love with someone like you don't have to change who they are as a person and she's obviously not defined by the drugs she was doing but I feel like Jasper would be more likely for him her to realize like you're right I don't need those things because he wasn't so hardcore trying to be like cold turkey leave all that for me mm-hmm. like Jasper's gonna like I'm gonna help you through it mm-hmm. I'm gonna help you through the hard times you're in saying that I'm realizing she was sober this whole episode yeah that's a good look for her. Yeah, it is. And it wasn't that she was forced to not have it. Mm-hmm. She's like, you want something you can't have, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Beck was doing. He was taking things away from her like a child. Like, no, you can't have this. With mm-hmm. Jasper, he's like, hang out with me. Do these things with me. Or from what it seems, just from the date. But um, I just think it's going to be really good for her. Yeah. Well, let's get <laughs> yeah. into some predictions Yay! for next week. And now, you're after Buzz TV. I love how we flash the lights and everything when we do that. It's so, so much fun. fun. Um, oh my god, do you want to go first? Um, or should I go first? Do you have your predictions ready? I do. Okay, go first. Okay, so from the super tease at the okay. end of the episode, showing what happens for the rest of the season, I think the big focus is going to be on trying to get Liam to become king, fighting Cyrus. But I'm not sure what that's going to involve. But I think there's a huge um, getting the public behind making him king by like sheer force Mm -hmm. by sheer like the will of the people Mm -hmm. and I also think that he's grappling with his ghosts of being um the spare like the the spare he wasn't the heir Mm -hmm. so even though Robert's dead supposedly to them he can't get over feeling like he deserves to be king Mm -hmm. um so I think he's gonna be dealing with mentally with that a lot and I think, unfortunately, we're going to be, it's going to be like a carrot dangled over us all season. We know Robert's alive, but he's mm-hmm. not going to show up until the very end mm-hmm. as like the cliffhanger of the yeah. season. And at, right after something really good happened with like Leah maybe becoming king or like 
Yeah, he'll come back, and yeah. then it'll be, oh, that's right. a great prediction. And I feel like I have one more. Oh, Beck, sh- well, Beck shows back up. We see that. I think Jasper and Eleanor really do start up a relationship again, and Beck turns it all upside down, but I think she wants to go with Jasper and not Beck this time. Oh, loved that. Those were really great predictions. I love okay. that. And I'm okay. mentally exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess my predictions are that um, I feel like there's going to be some sort of not just like internal struggle with the king um, and Liam whole thing with Cyrus. I think that maybe Cyrus is going to be more challenged than he's ever been before and we're going to see some sort of like th- like threat towards him. Because first, I mean, besides his cancer, no one's really ever, like he hasn't been challenged like ever. Not yeah. like, we've always, it's kind of been like seamless. He just ends up killing whoever wants to you know, figure something out or do something. Um, so maybe like a huge struggle with that where we're like seeing him get threatened finally because whatever um and then um with Liam I think we're gonna see um a couple new love interests but I think he's gonna establish a girlfriend throughout the season okay I think um we'll see some more love um and then also um I think um going off of him becoming king Maybe we'll see a little bit more tries of the paternity test, and maybe that could be something. But I do like your prediction about how, like, it's not going to be just because of, like, oh, well, now we know. It's going to be, like, well, the people have spoken mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and with Len and Len and Jasper, I am, um, I want them, I guess my prediction is that I want them to, like, fully date and see Len happy again. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. And then... So I have a feeling that Lord Chamberlain is not just going to be a one-time thing. I think it's going to turn into a relationship. Same. Yeah. Or, or like, it's going to be her booty call all the time. Yeah, exactly. Same. And then maybe he'll find feelings and she was like, please, the queen doesn't, like, do that with whatever. Okay. Um, so mine are kind of basic right now. I think I need a couple more episodes to really yeah. figure out some hardcore predictions. But... We'll see. It's a good start. Well, yes. we're so excited you guys Super. joined us and that season three is here. Isla Darling, tell them where they can continue the convo with you. Yes, please continue the conversation on Twitter. You can find me at Ali Nasta and on Instagram at Ali Girl. And you guys can find me, Megan Stecker, on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. It's all at Megan Stecker. That is spelled M-E-G-A-N-S-T-E-C-H-E-R. Tweet me. I love tweeting back comment on a picture or something i don't know we'll chat this week love it okay and we'll see you guys next week for episode two of the royals with the after show here on after buzz tv from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire after buzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the after buzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.